The death toll in Gaza rises above 20,000, according to local health officials. And the Speaker of the House writes a letter to the president urging him to take executive action on the border crisis. The Morning Rundown starts now. From the Straight Arrow News studio, bringing the stories that matter to you from across the United States and around the world, this is the Morning Rundown. Today is Friday, December 22nd. Thank you for joining us. I'm Kara Rucker. According to the Hamas-run Gaza Health Ministry, more than 20,000 Palestinians have been killed since the war in the Middle East began 11 weeks ago. Officials saying more than 50,000 have been wounded. While the health ministry's numbers released today do not differentiate between soldier and civilian deaths, health officials in Gaza have previously said approximately two-thirds of those killed have been women and children. Israel and the U.S. have questioned the accuracy of the ministry's numbers in the past due to the organization being controlled by Hamas. Israel says it blames the terrorist group for civilian deaths, saying Hamas uses crowded residential areas for its military purposes. Israel has carried out thousands of airstrikes in addition to its ground operations in its efforts to destroy Hamas following the October 7th terror attacks. Israel says its army has killed thousands of Hamas militants since the fighting began, including roughly 2,000 in the past three weeks. Officials say the fighting has displaced nearly 85% of Gaza's residents. This week, we reported Israel and Hamas were back at the negotiating table. Israel reportedly offering a temporary ceasefire for one week in order to get more hostages released. Hamas has turned down that deal, wanting a permanent ceasefire before releasing any more of the 100-plus people they are holding hostage. At least 14 people were killed and more than 20 others were injured after a lone gunman opened fire Thursday at a Prague University in the Czech Republic's worst ever mass shooting. Authorities say the 24-year-old suspect, who was a student at Charles University, died as well. On Thursday evening, police said it appeared the suspect died by suicide. Police say a man believed to be the suspect's father was found dead earlier in the day in a nearby town. The university building, which sits near the popular tourist attraction of Old Town Square, was evacuated. The Czech interior minister said the shooting did not appear to be a case of international terrorism, calling it a horrible crime, something the country has never experienced. A motive remains under investigation. Three officers from Tacoma, Washington, were found not guilty Thursday in the 2020 death of Manuel Ellis while he was in police custody. Prosecutors saying the officers hit, tased, and pinned Ellis to the ground during the March 2020 arrest. In cell phone video of the confrontation, the unarmed 33-year-old black man could be heard saying he couldn't breathe. The county medical examiner ruled Ellis's death a homicide caused by oxygen deprivation, but the officer's attorneys argued that Ellis died from a lethal dose of methamphetamine found in his system and a heart condition, not from the officer's actions. Two of the officers were charged with second-degree murder and first-degree manslaughter. The third was charged with first-degree manslaughter. A jury found the three officers not guilty on all counts. 
As Congress begins its holiday break, with no new deal reached on border security, House Speaker Mike Johnson sent a letter to President Joe Biden, blaming him for the crisis at the border and calling on him to take several executive actions to stem the record tide of illegal immigration. Johnson telling the president the southern border is overrun and the U.S. Customs and Border Protection is at a breaking point, seeing a record number of illegal crossings. Johnson citing CBP data saying on average more than 8,000 migrants illegally entered the U.S. each day, and this week saw a new record number of crossings in a single day. The speaker saying this is a direct result of the Biden administration's policies. Among the actions requested, Johnson is calling on Biden to resume construction of the border wall and to expedite the return of migrants who cannot demonstrate asylum eligibility. The White House press secretary said Thursday she had not yet reviewed the letter, but said the president has done everything he can on his own. Senate negotiators were hoping to strike a deal on border measures before the break in order to pass a bill for funding for Ukraine, but ultimately left without reaching a compromise. Rudy Giuliani, the former New York City mayor and attorney of Donald Trump, filed for bankruptcy on Thursday, less than a week after a jury ordered him to pay $148 million in damages for defaming two Georgia election workers. The workers, a mother and daughter, said the false statements accusing them of voting fraud during the 2020 presidential election led to death threats and made them go through, quote, a living nightmare. A day before the bankruptcy filing, a federal judge ruled Giuliani must immediately begin to pay the women, saying there was a risk he may conceal his assets. In the filing, Giuliani said he had between $100 and $500 million in liabilities and $1 to $10 million in assets. A spokesperson for the former mayor said, quote, no person could have reasonably believed that Mayor Rudy Giuliani would be able to pay such a high punitive amount. The spokesperson said the bankruptcy filing will give Giuliani time to appeal the $148 million penalty. Finally this morning, if you are dreaming of a white Christmas, you'll most likely not get that wish this year. A white Christmas is officially defined as having at least one inch of snow on the ground at 7 a.m. local time on Christmas Day. And that's not looking good for most of the U.S. With mild December air sweeping across the country, the Weather Channel says those in the Northeast, the Midwest, and the South are out of the running. In fact, Minneapolis may set record highs on both Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. To have a chance of seeing a white Christmas, you have to head west. The Weather Channel says your best chance is through the Rockies and the Northern Plains. So in other words, unless you're spending the holiday in Colorado or the surrounding area, you'll just have to keep on dreaming of that white Christmas. These are your top stories for this Friday. The Morning Rundown will return on Tuesday. I'm Kara Rocker. We hope you have a happy holiday weekend.